and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And it's bias episode time again. Yay! Bias, bias, bias. We love chanting things on this show. Yeah. So it's probably been like approximately a year since we did this last. I can mm-hmm. check. Let me pull up our episodes. I'm curious. I'm curious if to we've see like how exact. if we've done it right. Last time we did it in. I feel like we did it in May. April 18th. <gasps> oh my god! Almost to the day. High five. Wow. We, we planned. We planned this, of course. <laughs> Obviously. No, it's I think to the we day. just felt it in Who's our surprised? souls. Yeah, it, we knew something inside <laughs> of us was like it's, it's time. time. So last time we did this, we. Um, we explained what the concept a of a bias because we were still doing very mm-hmm. basic concepts back then. Um, and we shared some of our biases, which at the time I talked about Mino from Shiny, Lei from EXO, and Bomi from A-Pink. Mm-hmm. And I talked about Mino from Shiny, uh, Chanyul, and uh, Chen, from both from EXO. And I think I also talked about Yuno from yes. TVXQ. So just for the sake of it's been a year, have your feelings about any of these people changed? Um, <laughs> kind of, I think, actually. Really? Um, only in the sense, well, first I just wanted to recap because we do get new people like every time. Oh, yeah. So if you are a first time listener or a brand new fan and you haven't listened to our previous bias episode, um, a bias is uh, like your favorite member of, right. the gr- of any particular group and they can be your favorite for a variety of reasons. Yeah. And we will give you plenty of examples of that throughout today and next week's episode. Yes, because it's just going to be a double stack yes. because we're going to Korea and we need to fill time while we're gone. <laughs> yeah, so spoiler alert, this will be a two-part episode. Today's episode will be about our biases. And then next week, we're going to read all about your biases that you sent to us so lovingly. Oh, my God, Um, yes. So a bias is your favorite person in a particular group. So initially, we talked about an ultimate bias, which was like your number, number one. That's never going to change for both of us. That is Mino from Shiny. And that, of course, has not changed. I won't. (laughs) Ever. That will never change. Don't even play. Then we talk. We also talked about a biased wrecker, uh-huh. um, which is like the person who comes in and like steals your attention away. And I feel like the the reason I say that my feelings have changed uh, is I because see this. I see this. Chanyeol is no longer a bias wrecker for me. He is my exo bias. Yeah. He has replaced <laughs> Chen as my exo bias. Like I cannot pretend anymore. Right. <laughs> so um, that I feel like I feel like if I was to redo this episode, like. I would include the person that I'm going to talk about today, mm-hmm. Chanyeol and Mino. And like, those are the, these are the three boys that yeah. dedicate my, that take up most of my heart yeah. <laughs> and mind. <laughs> I think that's very, very so, fair. Yeah. I just, um, yeah, at the time that we recorded this, I was still uh, a little bit, you know, I still. In denial. Yes, mostly in denial, mostly in denial. And also just like, more bitter about it. Mm. You know what I mean? I was still angry. Totally. Sometimes I still get angry, but for the most part, I've like resigned myself to loving that you just love for him. the rest of my life. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like I just can't, I can't control it. I can't help it. Right. So I, I just try not to fight it anymore. Right. 
Exactly. I totally mm-hmm. understand that. I feel like my choices, like I don't feel any differently about them. I feel like I love Yixing even more than I did a year ago <laughs> because his like American tour was everything. Yes. He's worked so hard on his English. He calls everybody bro and it cracks my shit up. Yeah. And like, I love it. Just he he's been good to me this year. I love him more. He's just he only he's like a fine wine. He just gets better with time. Mm-hmm. A personal favorite moment of a personal favorite Yuxing moment of this year was his Instagram post for International Women's Day, <laughs> which was just like I love women. Thank you for supporting me. Like happy International Women's Day. It was so cute. It's so sincere. His voice is very high pitched in like the most sweetest way. And um, yeah, his English is perfect. I love his English. He's working so hard. I have to take a moment because while we're talking about it, like I have to find a thing that he said. Wait, actually, I bet you that I could pull up that Instagram post right now. I'm sure you could. I was going to pull the Valentine's Day one up because I loved the Valentine's Day one. Where is it? Here, wait, here's the Women's Day. Here we go. Happy Women's Day. I'm so grateful for all the strong and kind women in my life. Thank you to all the great women out there. I love him. Okay, wait. I love the Valentine's Day one because he had so much man cleavage. <laughs> hey, guys. Ah, oh, I'm Lei Zhang. Happy Valentine's Day. And uh, I'm always here for you guys. He said Valentine's. Yeah, he did. Uh, I love him. Okay. Maya Rudolph would be proud. Sorry to like dip back into previously tread waters, but I just had to. <laughs> I still love Yijing so much. Bomi's still my girl. And yeah, Mina will never change. So I'm Mina just going to be talking change. about new people and new feelings today. You know what I'm surprised though? I mean, I guess it's... It's fine because we've done so many like but we've we have dedicated so much airtime to Hyuna and Hyojong, but they're not on either of your bias lists. I know, and I thought about that because I thought about that after we finished that bias episode. It was like when we did solo artists, and it was like Hyuna came up. I like got very upset because I just didn't because Mm -hmm. to me she was always a solo artist. Like because when I got into K-pop, like Red was out and Bubble like and Troublemaker was a thing. So to me, Hyuna was an You've entity. always been a Hyanna fan, not necessarily. Yeah, she wasn't a four my minute four fan. minute bias. Mm-hmm. She yeah. was just Hyanna. And so yeah, I totally never include her in like bias list because for like to me, I think when I think you bias, think of a bias, I'm trying to group. pick of a person in mm-hmm. a group. But like she's been one of my ultimates like for so fucking long. And we're psychically connected. <laughs> and she makes my day every day. I have, she's the only person I have Instagram notifications turned on for. <laughs> so if I wake up in the morning and I unlock my phone, which does have a beautiful Hyojong lock screen on it right now, <laughs> and it's covered in Instagram notifications, I know that I'm just going to like be greeted with joy <laughs> when I open my phone. She's there for me every day. Fair. But yeah, no, she, it's, it's, it feels hard to like qualify Hyoda as like a bias. Because it just doesn't. She's so much more. Because she's more than that, <laughs> and she's always been more that than that to me. But on that topic, on the topic of Hyojong, like one of the groups that I've gotten into since we did that last bias episode. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, when we did that, we still 
we're still living in a pretty small corner of K-pop Absolutely. world. When we did that bias episode, we had just gotten into TVXQ. Yeah. Like, we, just barely. You didn't know anything about Seventeen. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I didn't know anything about Seventeen. Yeah. So Pentagon was like a group that I got very, very into pretty shortly after that. And I always thought, like I thought on initial watch that Kino was my bias and like I do think Yuto is the hottest. Mm-hmm. But like I didn't realize until – until I realized, and you made so very much fun of me, <laughs> that Hyojong was for sure my Pentagon bias. And now that he's not in Pentagon, I kind of yeah. just feel like you don't really have a Pentagon I don't have bias one. anymore. Mm-hmm. And then GOT7 is a group where I don't, I truly can't pick a bias. Like, yeah. gun to my head if you made me. I feel like I would pick Jackson just out of weird loyalty. Like, mm. I've known him the longest. Fair. So, like, I guess I have to pick him. But I just, like, truly... There isn't a member of God Seven that I like more than the others. Mm-hmm. I like them so much as like a unit. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I was thinking about like the groups, at how my fandom has like changed since the last time that we've done that we did this bias episode, and I feel like the main group that I have now become a fan of is Seventeen. Yeah, um, and that was like a process and took up a. V- a vast majority of my time. Right. And honestly involved going through like kind of multiple biases before while, landing while on. Yeah, like getting, while getting to know all of 13 them. 13 is a lot of people. 13 is a lot of people. It's much easier to take a group with four or five people and to pretty immediately be like, there's one of these that's yes. grabbing me. Mm-hmm. But, but 13, 13, it's a lot of personalities to learn and it took several months and – um now I feel like I know them all very well, but I also feel like 17 is the only group that I've really dedicated the time to becoming a full fan. Yeah. In the sense that like, like I started to love Astro, um, and I have one of their albums and I know all of their names and I've seen like some of their V lives and stuff, but I don't know them that well mm-hmm. and I haven't seen that much of theirs I'm no astro expert for right. sure um same with icon like I have one of their albums but I still don't know all of their names I like Monster X a lot but I and I know, do know all their names I have watched some of their stuff but I haven't really bought any of their music so like there's been a couple different groups that I've sort of like dipped my toes into right but the only one I really dove into since the last time we did this episode is 17 mm-hmm um, I'm. That's all I'm gonna say because my the bias I'm talking. You'll want to wait a minute to talk about your your uh, yeah. bias. Because I to think- that is. To, oh, I'm sorry. The point of all of that is to say that I will only be talking about one person really today. Okay. And that one person is from Seventeen. Spoiler okay. alert. <laughs> well, I have like I think I have three that I would like to talk about today because I feel like I've experienced new types of biases. Mm-hmm. Um, since the last time, which is very exciting. So, um, I will just start since we were just talking about 17. Um, so it's interesting to me. I feel like it, at the moment we will see where, where we are a year from now or what will happen. But I feel like when, with 17 and Monsta X, like if there was like, if it had to be like a weighted scale, mm-hmm. like I like Monstax way more than you do and mm-hmm. you like 17 way more than I do. Yes. But we both really like those groups. It's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're in deeper on the other teams. Absolutely. So I, will, I feel like at first it was 17 and Pentagon. Right. But then, but then so the troubles happened, happened. Yeah. And I had so to protect my heart. You latched onto Monstax. <laughs> I had to protect instead. my heart. <laughs> 
Because it truly hurts. It hurts too bad. Pentagon is hard to watch sometimes. It hurts. It hurts too bad. So I would like to talk about my 17 bias. So this is like a very new type of bias to me in that Mm -hmm. like all of my previous biases are like people that I also like want to bang. Like there's a real, there's like a lusty element of my biasing. Mm -hmm. But this is my like purest, pure, pure bias that I just like. I've never, I've never felt like this about a person. Like mm-hmm. he's just so precious to me, and that is Bu Sung Kwan mm-hmm. from Seventeen. Yes. Um, the first time I remember noticing him was when you were first getting into Seventeen, and I was trying to like stay on board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was doing the thing that I love, which is like a watch a Weekly Idol, like something very comfortable. And he does this disaster movie impression on variety shows where, like, it's the thing when the tidal wave is coming. Mm-hmm. He goes, oh, my God. And, like, I just <laughs> saw him and I was like, this kid is a fucking star. Like, I saw his eyebrows raise in this perfect expression and mm-hmm. I saw his whole career until he was an <laughs> old, old man. And I was like, this kid is going to be on TV forever. For the rest of his life. And it was just the first thing that I, like, noticed about him. Um, And then I just, like, went back on to, like, trying to learn all Mm -hmm. the members. And then one day I was watching an Ask in a Box. And Mm -hmm. I don't know which YouTube channel is responsible for these, but it's, like... But there's really only, like, one 17 Ask in a Box. So if if you type in 17 Ask in a Box to YouTube, you'll see this thumbnail that comes up. It looks like the Brady Bunch logo where you see all of their faces. But basically they're sitting at like a round table and each one of them has a camera in front of them so that when it's edited together, it's like they're all looking at the camera. But really they're sitting at a round table. Lots of groups do them and they're great, but they're also hard to pay attention to Mm -hmm. because Because so many people are in a corner. You have like five people in a corner at once. So I was watching this Ask in a Box (laughs) for 17 and I realized that I was looking for him. Mm. That every time the camera angles changed, I was trying to find a square with Boo in it. Because they don't put all 13 on the right. screen at once. They cannot. They just put a couple. Yeah. So I found myself looking for him and I immediately texted you because I felt, I was like, that, that was <laughs> That's a, a sign. moment. And I was like, I need you to know that like, I think Boo is my bias. And like, and you were like, I support it. And like, <laughs> um, so that's when I like knew that he was my favorite when I was looking for Mm -hmm. him um but I just like like I said he's like a fucking star but he's so authentic Mm -hmm. like I can tell that like that is just who he is like deep down to his soul he just like is that person Mm -hmm. um uh, a clip I pulled like like last time we like pulled some clips. One of the things I love the most about Boo is his extremely confident but heavily accented English. Yes, like I just like love the gravitas with which he speaks English. Like even when he's wrong or his accent is so thick, like he does he sells it with his face and it's so good. I think Boo's one of Boo's like best charms, and he has many. He's a, a per, honestly a highly underrated member of Seventeen, despite being, like, a lead vocalist. Right. I think he's overlooked in some ways, um, at least as far as, like, people don't often choose him as their bias. Right. Um, he is unapologetically himself 100% of the time. Yeah. And it's fantastic. So that when he does speak English, even if it's terrible, he's just, like, gonna give it his all, and that just, ugh. Bless him for that. So this <laughs> clip that I'm going to play is from a like a radio show or an audio only V Live or something, and it's Vernon and DK or not and Dino, 
Vernon Dino and Sun Quan. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this little clip, it's him and Dino going back and forth. Um, and he argues about the difference between this P and F sound. I think about this all the time. Oh, how are you? You mean you 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 mean is a? How are you? Oh, okay. Oh, I I'm fine. Um, um, I'm fine. Fine? Yeah, fine. Ah, like pineapple. Yeah, fine. Yeah, pineapple. I know, no, no, no. Fine. Oh, fine. Okay, okay. Pineapple is pine. I, I know. P and F. I know, but oh joke. my god, joke. <laughs> P and F. I think about that all the time. <laughs> all the time. Wait, um, have you ever? You've seen? I want you to. I'm type, sure I've seen I'm it. I'm sure but you've I'll type seen it. it. But my one of my favorite things. Type in Song Quan low quality. Oh, <laughs> you're low quality. <laughs> this is a pre debut. Oh my god. Um, very old video of uh, mostly Song Quan and Vernon speaking English to each other. Other members are in it, but they're the stars. He just switches to Korean and he goes, I'm the best quality. <laughs> yes, you are, They're boo. So yes, They're so small. They're so small. Um, what else did I write <laughs> down? Um, he also has like the most symmetrical face. I know that like all idols have to have like mm-hmm. pretty symmetrical faces, but like his face is so symmetrical and he has very like high cheekbones while also having like very big cheeks. Like he's a wide face and his skin is so perfect. He like radiates like light from the inside. It's completely nuts. He's just like sunshine if he was a person. Um, he's beloved by Seventeen, which I like. Of course. I love that his members love him. Um, I wrote, he is my son. And I am the number one. I am a number one stage mom. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I just, the way I feel toward him, it's hard to describe, but I feel like, like he is proud my of him. best child. Yes. <laughs> and I love him the most. Um, and oh, another moment that I wrote down was like, that's like a perfect boo moment. It's like he's, they're singing on some show and there's like confetti falling and some gets in his mouth and he like, while he's singing, he like pulls the confetti out. Like, <laughs> Makes a, a big very, show of it. Yes. And it's like so perfect. <laughs> And I just believe in him, and I feel like he's going to have, like, a long and wonderful career as a Korean entertainer because, like, he has the right stuff. Yeah, he does. He has incredible comedic timing um, that is evident in every variety show that he's in. He has zero shame in, like, a very positive way, um, not in the sense where I feel like he never embarrasses himself. He's just not afraid to have fun. And yeah, he just goofy. commits. Yeah, he just commits to the bit no matter what it is and because he does that he pulls it off yeah he's, he's always funny he doesn't yeah. create awkward moments yeah because he's he always just, like is so mm-hmm. funny and he is i mean you haven't even talked about it really but he is a vocal powerhouse yes i have a clip i didn't timestamp it but i'm gonna find it quickly okay when he was on masked singer he sang in a range that he does not normally and my word That is a lot lower than he usually yeah. sings. I don't know if this is the moment I wanted or not, but... Oh, 
to fade it but like oh my god i hate mass singer clips though because i want to see his face i know but that's the whole point of but the that's show. the whole point but oh my god yes he's a fucking wonderful singer but at the same time this is my stage mom thing i like read an interview where he said he wanted to like go back to taking voice lessons and i was like yes good let's keep that Let's oh, keep yes. that tuned. Absolutely, of course. You always can't, you room know, for improvement. You always have to practice. <laughs> always tune your instruments. Yeah. Um, so I'll stop it there. But like that's boo is like a very interesting new type of bias type for of me, bias. and um, I'm enjoying every moment of it. I love him. I'm so proud of him all the time. As we move forward <laughs> in our like K-pop fandom, I wonder if this kind of um, I'm gonna call him like your. Uh, yeah, what's the what do we call this? I want to call it like your your prodigy bias or something like um not pro I mean like a progeny prod- progeny because like you feel very motherly yes. toward him. Like you feel very proud. Mm-hmm. And so you know like the bias of like your child. Right. Right? And I wonder if um this is a symptom of us being older. Old. We're just gonna and keep having like, new yeah, like we're like gonna this. have more child biases <laughs> because like the groups will be younger and we will be older. Right. It's very <laughs> like possible. pretty soon all of our biases will be like our children. They're like my little babies. They're like my, son. my sons. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, great choice. Yeah. So tell us about this other type, this type of bias that you have. So I was thinking about different like you know, ev- reevaluating my biases. Um, and obviously, Mino and Chano- Tanyol are still there, as are this, like, th- this third person that I will talk about in a moment. But I was also thinking about people that I'm, like, drawn to and mm. that I have, that I think um, stand out to me in their particular group. Um, for example, like, Ten in NCT, he stands out to me significantly and is like kind of the only one in those groups that I care about mm-hmm. and the only reason that I like do sometimes pay attention to NCT. I didn't choose to talk about him today mostly because like the reason I love him is very visual. Right. So like I like I've seen every dance practice that he's done and I fell for him hard on his hit the stage season. Right. I watched all of them. They brought me to tears. He's incredible. But like if I played a clip of that now, that would do nothing for you because you cannot see him dance as right. you listen to this podcast. Totally. Um, so I think that that, but he, I think he, along with two other people I'm about to mention, fall into like 
a talent bias, I guess. Like, yeah. I feel like their talent just radiates off of them to the point where when they are on stage, I often find my eye like drawn to them. Right. So 10 is one in NCT. And I would say the other would be Hui in Triple H. Um, I don't say that in Pentagon just because like my Pentagon bias would probably be Yenan. Right. Um, but in Triple H in particular, like, as I've said before, I'll say it again, I'll say it forever, Triple H is a vehicle for which Hui was the star. Exactly. Um, and so he has like, uh, I could just listen to his, listening to his voice, kind of like how you were saying with Boo, like, never felt this way, listening to anybody else's voice, where it ha- he has a very, um, he has a very distinct character to his voice like to the timbre of his voice where mm-hmm. I feel like when you listen to Hui sing you know that it's Hui right away yes. like you can always recognize his his voice like the his pronunciation the like twang in his vowels like something about it you just know that it's him it's right. warm but it's going to knock your socks off I love a falsetto with God. a character he has like a whistle scream like Mariah Car- like he can uh, let's pull some clips. Sure, please. So, let's start with Swim Good. Okay. The first clip I need you to play starts at 37 seconds. Oh, and it's the video. Girl, you're going to kill us. Oh, I would play that whole song in a heartbeat, but I we can't play the whole song. Uh, but I, I didn't. I didn't actually. I did mean for you to to fade that out. Okay, a lot great. Sooner because oh, there's. I a, got too excited. It's okay. I was no, like, I didn't mind listening. because I love it. I just. I one of my favorite parts of that whole song is which he says it a couple of times. I just don't want to get down. Mm, I yeah. love it. I love the way he says, I just uh, wanna. Yeah, <laughs> it's very it. good. I love it so much. Um, but then I also need you to go. We have to listen to his falsetto and to his range, which starts at 324 and goes to like 342. Okay. Guys, I know we've told you. I know we have told you to watch this performance like four times if you haven't listened to us yet. (laughs) His name is an exclamation. Like, (laughs) yeah, right. (laughs) I fucking love Mm -hmm. we. I know Uh, you do. Uh, Yeah, that was an experience. It always is. 
Ugh. Ugh. Okay. Moving what's on. Next? What's next? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I literally just need the one line, oh, I'm so lonely from Sunflower. It's at 125. Okay. This is a song, um, so this is a B-side from a Triple H album, uh, their first one, mm-hmm. 365 Fresh. Uh, it's called Sunflower, and honestly, all of Triple H's music is good. It um, is. I like so many of their B-sides, even that one that is a straight Versace off the floor ripoff. I don't care who kills it. Uh-huh. Um, girls, 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 I think is the one that I'm thinking of. Um, oh, girl, girl, girl. Yeah, yeah. girl, girl, girl. Girl, yeah, girl, yeah. girl. Singular, singular. Um, um, there are also performances of... Sunflower, if you ever I know. want them. I've seen them. Just just so people just so the people know. Yeah, okay. but the audio quality of them was poor. So right. that's why okay, I here. I think about you and you ah. Uh. Okay. <laughs> I love that. I love it too. So also, we, I would say, like, just as a side note, um, Hyanna sings really beautifully on that yeah. song in a way that I feel like she often doesn't. No, um, yes. just as a side note for anyone who's like looking for a great a great B side, that is a good one. Ugh, I totally um, agree. Thank you so, for shouting out Hyanna's vocal talent. People absolutely. never do. People because she often because uses she that. uses her fake voice. Exactly, but she can sing. She, she can. Really she can. sings beautifully, and she does it on Triple H's albums. So check them out if yes. you haven't already. Um, also, you can buy "Swim Good" on iTunes. Just FYI, and you should. Uh, you should. Um, the other, I guess, I would say um, vocal bias that okay, I have, or talent mine, bias, yeah, or talent bias. Call I'll call it um, is DK. From 17. Okay. Um, because DK also has, I think that he has less character in his voice than Hui, um, but he has an unreal falsetto that like never lets me down. Right. And he has a voice that is truly effortless. Yes. Like, no matter where he is, if he was just like casually singing underneath his breath as he's like laying down on a couch in the back room of some music show and he still sounds flawless, it's just effortlessly like radiates yes. out of him in this just magical way. Um, and so the first thing that I want you to play is from my number one 17 performance of all time, which is an immortal song performance of Tell Me, which is an Um Jung-wha tribute medley that they perform for Um Jung-wha. Um, and the clip that I need you to play starts at 45 seconds and goes and is like 15 seconds long. Wow. Uh, At that exact moment, when he hits that crazy note, it cuts to a fangirl going (gasps) in the audience. And I just like, girl, I feel you. (laughs) It's so great. Um, Yeah. Well, of course you, I mean, I love, (laughs) I obviously love a cut to a fangirl in the crowd, but just a reminder, like you immortally are one of those as well. So like. Just, just, just so no one ever I forgets. Know. You have the shirt on today. So I know. I. I'm wearing. I'm wearing my <laughs> seventeen shirt. Um, yeah. I also. He has like that. The the most amazing falsetto in um in nice too. That like iconic. Um, it's it starts at one thirty three. I'll get it. Any excuse to listen to nice. Uno. 
Du. I also love it because it sounds like all of Seventeen is saying nice to him, hitting that note, yes. and I agree. It feels <laughs> it like they nice. are like, yes, nice. Nailed it, bro. <laughs> he does nail it, bro. Um, but yeah, so I, I didn't want to like fully gush about either of these boys, um, although I did gush about Hui because I love him. Right. Um, but mostly just because I haven't like, you know, I don't like catch myself thinking about them throughout the day. Um, totally. And for me, like, that's the true sign of a bias is when I'm, like, driving to work and, and I'm so like, funny. oh, I was th- I just spent my entire 20-minute drive to work thinking about Chanyeol. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you know a, what I mean? Like, I mean, that's, that's a, a good. Me. That's a good barometer. <laughs> but I wanted to ask because when I was editing stuff for our, like, um, one-year anniversary or whatever, there was a clip I pulled where you were like, I have a 17 bias and his yes. name is DK. DK. So I just want you to address like he was my first 17 bias. And, and that's when, important. A first bias is also mm-hmm. biases are always important whether they come and go in your life. Yes. Like, and so the one reason that I did want to bring DK up is because I think he he was my initial 17 bias. And I think the reason for that is because he has that magnetic talent that is undeniable and it draws your eye right, right away. And when you're watching 17 performances, like he's one of the lead vocalists. So he he has a lot of those eye-catching moments where he hits these unbelievable notes. And I also got into 17 right around the time that BSS came out with Just Do It, which was his little subunit with Boo and Hoshi. Right. Um, so it was like very easy to latch onto him. <clears throat> Plus, like Sung Kwan, he is a variety show like person like yeah. expert. He just like has a unbelievable charisma on mm-hmm. stage and in front of the camera. So when watching things like One Fine Day or whatever, like he, you see him right away. And I'll talk about him a little, I'll talk about my gradual switch sure. from DK when to When we my, get to the yeah. other thing, that's yeah, totally yeah. fair. Don't worry, I'm going to address it. <laughs> okay. Um, I didn't forget that he was my first. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. Um, okay. So I'm going to talk about this, like, I guess I feel like they maybe are a pair, like a yin and I yang. I think they go pair, together. Maybe. Um, okay. They certainly go together, and they in definitely the group go itself. together. Um, so it's time for me to address like monster, monster X, because I said at the beginning of this episode, it's time to address the monster in the, the room. monster in the room. <laughs> monster, not monster. Monster. Um, and uh, yeah, I've I've my seven my 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 mom bebe dom gets more intense every day it's getting (laughs) really really out of control i know there are a lot of listeners that that makes very very happy so like please hit me up i'm like i'm looking for more mom baby in my life but like uh please hit her up because i i keep myself busy with seven 17 keeps me so busy like i shannon will send me things and i or like talk to me about things i'm like i'm sorry but i'm i can't watch this right right now no it happens (laughs) it happens okay so I just have to address, like, Monster X as a group. Like, it is hard for me to, like, pick a bias. Like, it feels hard to pick a bias because Monster X, more than any group, I fell in love with Monster X. Mm-hmm. And then I learned to love their music because I love them. But just yeah. hearing their music for years did nothing for yeah. me. And then it was like... 
It wasn't until you started watching like little variety. Yes, and like getting to know Monster X that I was Mm -hmm. like, oh wait, I love them with all my heart. And now I have found so many redeemable like Mm -hmm. qualities to their music and learned to like things about it I didn't like before. Yeah. Um, There's still some of it I can't stand, but it's like been a very it's been an interesting like backwards backwards, way around. So I do like really love them all. And when I was complaining recently about these two biases that I'm going to talk about, (laughs) you were like, what about Shonu? And I said, he knows what he did. (laughs) Um, Which is just that I feel like Shonu is too perfect. (laughs) Like I don't, I feel like I couldn't and wouldn't bias Shonu. Like you don't need to. Cause like, he's just, he's everybody's like, He's everybody's vibe. You know what Superman. I mean? He's like uh, the Clark Kent Superman yes, of the group, right? I don't He's know. like too perfect. He sings so well. He's just so handsome. His like lips are so perfect, and his eyes are so small, and his like body is amazing. So Chest and he dances so well, and he has like a beautiful little voice, and like it's just not fair. Mm-hmm. So like. I will always appreciate Shonu, but he can never be my favorite. Okay. He just can't. Fair enough. I don't know. That's just how it is. But I really love all of them. But I have to talk about what the rap line has done to me. <laughs> so my initial and like my initial Monster X bias, like at start, was Chew On. And it was this moment exactly that I was like, oh, I love him. Mm-hmm. That one. <laughs> he was just it's from this BuzzFeed video and he's smiling so hard that his eyes his eye smiles aren't even open and he goes puppy and I was like that one I love that one <laughs> and that's like all I needed um but I think I thought we had played this on the show before but we hadn't it was in the background of the little like video I made on our Instagram but his like his line in their mon- in their in their monster I've been talking too long today <laughs> His line in their Versace on the floor performance is the best. Oh, yes. And it it. also is a big moment. (laughs) Play it for us. Play it for us. Shush, Shonu, shush. It's not airtime right now. It's just kiss. Uh, okay, wait. I, so, yes. Ah, sing it, Juan. Juan was my immediate Monster X bias. I I didn't take extensive notes for him. Like I I had boo notes, but I haven't. I couldn't gather my just thoughts talk about the these. Cuff. So, okay. What I love about Juan, he's obviously. Stunningly beautiful. And he has a very, very, very deep dimple on one side. And it's like, even if he isn't smiling, it's like mm-hmm. always, it's there. always there. And it's so cute. Um, and he also was the cutest when he was a temporary host on Weekly Idol mm. for a long time. Yeah, with Honey, right? With like Honey and Jackson. And like, it was when um, when Donnie was like mm-hmm. out and they just yeah. had like a bunch of guest hosts and he was great he's so funny like they he does he does really silly eggio like really silly and he does this thing where instead of making like a 
full V with your fingers. You put them really close together and you just separate the fingerprints and you go <laughs> like that. Uh, I have an example of how ridiculous and stupid his egg yolk gets. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Like, he has some of the, like, most insane duality of, like, any idol I've ever seen. And he said recently that he's retired from doing Ego. He clearly has not stopped doing it because he can't. No. But he said they made him because he was scary when they debuted and they wanted him to seem nicer. And this is the, like, real thing with Juan with me is that, like, his rapper persona legitimately scares me. Like, I don't like... I don't, and I don't like hardcore, like, gangster rap, and he's very good at it, but, like, ooh, it's not for me. He, like, yells and he screams, Fair. but, like, his lyrics are, like, very intense and very personal, and he's, like, clearly, like, very, very talented, but, mm. like, ooh, I'm scared of rap, <laughs> Juan, but, like, I love sweet baby Juan, and he's, like, really, really, really sensitive and needy, <laughs> and I want to take care of him. Um, but, so that's Juan. Like, there's that thing which feels like a very normal, just, like, normal bias. Mm-hmm. I love this one. He's my favorite. Mm-hmm. But I over the past couple of months, I have learned that I actually never knew what the term bias wrecker truly felt like. I thought I understood it, but I'd never had one before. Mm -hmm. And now I know that I have one. And that is Im Chang-kyun, or I am from Unstex. I I hate. (laughs) And yet... I hate My and yet I love so deeply. And I've never felt like this and I literally hate it. I literally hate it. Did you ever have a moment where you were like, man, and Helga's really exaggerating about this Chanyo thing, and now you're like, never mind. I mean, I, I don't know if I ever thought you were like exact. I mean, maybe I must have like subconsciously been like, meh. I mean, I guess she like she's being fun for dramatic effect. But like, no, I get it now, girl. I absolutely one hundred get it percent get it. You were not being dramatic like at all. It's very upsetting. This is like it's a very, very real thing. Yeah. Um, they crashed through your wall, and you're like, excuse you, no one invited you here. I don't. How, who gave you the permission? Yeah, I who don't, gave you the right? I didn't. Exactly. I didn't. That's the problem. It's like, I didn't consent to this. <laughs> I don't like maknes. I don't like, like, I don't, this is. Is I am the maknes? Yes. Are you serious? Yes. Oh my God, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. inappropriate. It is inappropriate. On his part. He has no business behaving that way if he's the baby of the group. I agree. <laughs> Um, things I hate about him. <laughs> no, but Ten for real. Ten things I hate about I am. <laughs> no, but for real, like, a thing that I, like, love, hate about him, I find it, at first I found it, like, when I was first getting into them, I was like, God, this is annoying, this thing about him. <laughs> but then it, like, became a, like, aw, I love it. Um, he, he is way too confident in his English skills. 
he does not speak English that well. He, like, lived in America for, like, three years when he was, like, five. Mm -hmm. But, like, oh, no, he is American and his English is perfect. And it's very clear that he has, like, refused to study it ever (laughs) since. But when they were on their, like, massive jingle ball tool, tool, tour, he was, like, doing all the translating, like, for the <laughs> for the, the for the group. interviewers yeah, yeah, and for yeah. the group. And he didn't understand any questions that were being asked of him. <laughs> but, like, nope. No panic on his face. Like, I got He wasn't this. concerned at all. No! And I, like, <laughs> at first I was like, I hate this. And then I was like, oh, I wait, you I complained about you. it so much at the beginning. But now I love him. And yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, he, like... He just, I don't, the thing that bugs me the most about <laughs> about this is that he just doesn't seem, he doesn't seem like my type at all. Like, he's he yeah. seems like, to me, he's like that boy. Like, it reminds me of, like, my sophomore year of high school when I was, like, trying to hang out with cool scene kids. And, like, I was listening to a lot of emo music and, like, trying to go to, like, cool shows in, like, downtown Austin or whatever. Mm. And he's, like, the boy that, like, hangs out with your friends, but he doesn't really talk most of the time. He's just, like, kind of there, and he doesn't say anything. And then, like, one day he hands you, like, a book of poetry that he, like, wrote about you. And then he's, like, Mm. you shouldn't love me. I'm very dangerous. Like, that's his whole fucking vibe. Yeah. And I'm into it. (laughs) You know who he kind of reminds me of? Um, Do you remember... Uh, the movie Never Been Kissed. I've never seen Never Been <gasps> Kissed, like, all the way through. Like, I've seen pieces of it on TV. It does not hold up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it does not hold up. <laughs> oh, that's too it's bad. It's highly inappropriate, oh. actually. Yikes. Um, but the, the like, cool guy at school is um, very much the, like, greasy, like, too cool for school, too cool to care, but I know that you're into me kind of vibe that I am getting. Like, that's, yes. that's the vibe he gives me, for yes. sure. If I was going to rate him, at, if I was going to cast him as, like, a 90s teen hunk, that's who he would be. He's right. the, the cool senior. There's a little bit Heath Ledger in 10 Things I Hate About You. Like I said, 10 yeah, Things yeah, yeah. I Hate About Him. Like, mm-hmm. he is slightly that person. Yeah. Um, I have some clips. So I hate his deep ass fucking voice that he doesn't deserve to have because he is (sighs) whatever. Uh, Don't you dare tell me to sleep well. I hate you. In a... Appropriate. Inappropriate. <laughs> and another inappropriate. And another thing I like love and hate about him is that he like can't really sing, which I think is adorable. <laughs> like I find that endearing. Like Mino used to not be able to sing at all. Like mm-hmm. people can learn, but like here is like one of the very few examples of him sort of singing in a Monster X song. <laughs> I like that that YouTube video is just called I am deep ass voice compilation. (laughs) (laughs) Other people know what's up. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. 
Um, You're not alone. You're never alone in this K-pop no, world. No, you never are. Um, but yeah, it's just been very interesting, this, this feeling, this new feeling of like, there are so many things that I like cannot stand about him and I like do not want to like him. And I was very upset that during this most recent comeback, like I would be looking at him mm-hmm. and I was like, no. <laughs> but also then at the same time, I like saw a clip from No Mercy recently, which is a horrible show and they should stop putting groups mm. together on shows like that. It's very mean. And he was brought in in the middle of the show. They'd like already voted off like four boys and they just brought him in in the middle. And the other guys refused to speak to him because they were like very angry. And he was just sitting in the door but he looked like he was going to cry, but he like couldn't cry because he had to be tough. And I felt so bad and so sad for him. And I just wanted to hold him in my heart. But also, I hate him. So <laughs> it's a lot, and the fact that oh, he, like, the turntables and how they turn. <laughs> but yeah, and it also bothers me that he like kind of goes with Chuan. Like they are the rap line, and in that like alligator mm-hmm. like eye contact dance practice, they just hold each other during the rap break <laughs> and like don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. I can't take it. So that is a quick insight update into how things are going in my Monster X world. If there are any other Mobebe who care about that, please help me. All right, and how it goes. I I usually do. (laughs) I usually do. Um, Okay, it's your turn now. Please let us know about this newest bias in your life. That I'm really excited to hear your your version of the events because, like, from. I'll just say from, like, my best friend perspective, I remember it was, like, we brought up on the show, like, we made fun of this person's name when we first Mm -hmm. learned that he existed. And then I remember it was, like... I like how we've kept his identity a secret as if, like... Well, because you hadn't said it yet. I know, I I know. No, no, don't say it yet. I like it. But then, I just think it's funny because, like, anyone who's really listened to the show probably already knows who it is. But, and then, Mm -hmm. like, I remember you sending me a, um... Uh, Isaac... Mm-hmm. video of the rhythmic gymnastics yes. or whatever. And we talked about like, wow, he can be an acrobat. So then I like recognized his fate. Like you had given mm-hmm. me like, okay, this one's an acrobat and his name is this. And then he got an Instagram and he had really great sunglasses. And then at KCON, it was like, oh, sunglasses, like this guy. And yes. then suddenly like I turned a corner and he was like all you wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. It just felt very like gradual. Like I, he existed and then he was your favorite. So please yes. like regale us with all of this story and reveal his identity. <laughs> my seventh, my newest bias. Um, I have to, I like my holy trinity now. Ming, Ming, <laughs> Mino. Chanyol, and my dear sweet Minghao, aka the eight yeah. from seventeen. He is, I just love him so yeah, so I know much. You do. And so yeah, I I tried to go back when I first started to think about like preparing for this episode. I was like, well, okay, when did I fall for him? Because as I said, my first seventeen bias was DK, um, and the reason I think that it took me a little while. To, fi- to find Minghao as my bias or for him to find me, depending on how you uh, <laughs> I think you, they you find you. We, we said this. last time that the they, they find the you. The wand chooses the wizard. Yes. So, yes. Um, <laughs> um, it took a little while for Minghao to find me because when I got into the 17, 
I started out watching their One Fine Day Castaway series. Um, and in that series, he happened to get very sick very early on in the show. And mm-hmm. so he wasn't really on it. Like, he was very absent okay. for a lot of that series. And so the only thing I, like, really knew about him was that – so he was sick and there was a comeback, like – after shortly after or like a few comebacks after that show because that show happened like right after they debuted um and then like a little while later like he was absent from a comeback because i think he was injured so the only thing i really knew about ming Hao was like oh he wasn't he's a chinese member who's very thin and has like crazy colored hair but he's never there uh, um, Chi- you know what you have a thing as much as you have a thing for bucket hats you have a thing for chinese <laughs> members who get left out of comebacks i do have a thing i know yeah because la- like like lay counts too. Lay like you counts can just throw and it like all in there. I mean, ten is a Chinese. Well, oh no, he's Thai. He but he does love a bucket hat. Um <laughs> and uh yeah, my dear sweet Yanan, of course, Chinese. Sorry to and loves a bucket yeah, hat. Sorry to interrupt and blow up your spot, but no. Angelica loves. She all the boys she loves wears wear bucket hats. It's all, a fact. Yeah, if if you're ever watching a dance practice of like a group that I love, and you're wondering like, hey, which one is Angelica's favorite? Are any of them wearing bucket hats? Nine times out of ten, that That's one's my one. favorite. This is, it's not like I choose the one in the bucket hat. It's just like, oh, look, there's my bias. And, and he's, he's wearing, wearing a bucket, bucket hat. hat. Like, it's, ugh. Yeah. This is just karma for, like, following that that blog called Chanyol's Bucket Hat during Coco Bob. This yes. Is just, this is karma for me shitting on Chanyol. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So I started to think, like, okay, well, when did I really start? Why did I start to like him? Right. Um, and I think so. I f- I really fell for Seventeen in general in the summer of 2018. Okay. So this past summer, um, because by the time because we went to KCON in August, and so like by the time we went to KCON, I was fully oh, yeah. on board for Seventeen, like full carrot. I had already dived in. Um, and you because you make my do- you make my day came out in July, and I was, did, pulled some receipts on myself. Call, 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 their first Japanese single came out in May. Okay. And that was A, a like perfect, beautiful moment for Ming Hao's mullet. But B was, I think, the first time that I remember seeing him and thinking, wow, he's stunning. Mm-hmm. That, that, that music video and his mullet in particular and his like leather jacket on his motorcycle. I Like he has this thing where he just like looks up at you through his bangs, through his like long shaggy bangs. And I was just like, oh. Who is that? (laughs) Yeah, his hair does. He does like a hair over the eyes. He loves hair over his eyes and he does it so well. So anyway, I started, I think what really got me for him was um, the show going 17. Like when I decided to become a full carrot and started watching going 17, that's where you like really get to know all of their personalities. Because if you don't know what going 17 is, it's this show that started – Back in like 2017. Oh, yeah, that's when it started. It started when they came for KCON in 2017. And it's um, so the first couple episodes are like them in LA. Um, and the whole show, it's like still going on today. It's basically just like a behind the scenes, like backstage of their concerts, no matter where their concert is, if it's a music show or a tour or a KCON or whatever. It's just like them. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is so effortless. Uh, okay. I kind of tried to like organize myself into like reasons why I love him. It's you don't need to make it so concrete. It's hard to do that. I know. Just feel it out. 
in watching Going 17, you get to know all of their personalities. Mm-hmm. And as I think we said with Song Kwan, one of Ming Hao's best qualities is that he is unapologetically and unabashedly himself all of the time, mm-hmm. which I think you can say about a lot of 17 members in general. And I think that's one of the things that makes 17 as a group so fun to watch. But like Ming Hao is very effortlessly cool, but also just like very pure in so many ways. There's this Going 17 episode where he and Mingyu and like a couple other members all go to an art class and they are doing these, they're like trying to learn different styles of art. And it is hilarious every time because they will do like, let's say, for example, they're supposed to do a self portrait. And so they're like given a mirror or whatever. And so like, you know, like Joshua and DK are there and they're like really trying and like Ming Yu's like a pretty good artist and they like have like a real like, oh, it kind of looks like them. And then Ming Hao turns his canvas over and he has like a purple dripping skull with like abstract splatters (laughs) and he like goes on this like lengthy metaphorical explanation of why this is his self-portrait wow he's so extra yeah he is very extra he is in like everything that he does and I think at first I was kind of like who is this person that is like so over the top. Right. Um, And that became one of the things that I loved the most about him because he is is 100% himself all of the time. And that person is many things all at once and in like a very beautiful balance. He is very wise and very, but also very giggly and silly. He is very romantic. Yes, that video I sent you the other day, I'm like still thinking about it. I know. I found this video on Twitter that was from like a Chinese show and they asked him like, what are you going to do when you're old? They asked him, or, when, when, do you get when do you want to get married? And he said like 30, between 30 and 35. And he's just sitting at a table like cutting Grilling. fruit. Oh, he he's was cutting just, fruit. just like mindlessly cutting fruit like while people are asking him these questions and they ask him, when do you want to get married? And he says between 30 and 35. And they say, what? Well, then what's the, what's what the life of, of a 21 year old? Because that's how yeah. old he is now or whatever. Well, what's the life of a 21 year old like? And or they also Yeah, and then he him, said, so he said, I want to have a beach house and a lover and a dog someday. So right now I am working for that life. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I know. So romantic. I know. I love it. I love it. He's so romantic. Um, he's also, I like he like I said, he's very wise beyond his years. Um, he gives phenomenal advice, like. As I was falling for him, he I started watching um, that Chinese show CYZJ, yes. okay. and that was oh like my an god, that was an important moment because he was, was taking such mm-hmm. good care of piano. Yes, because he had this like amazing moment with Yanan, who, as we've mentioned before, has like a lot of insecurities, and Yanan like really opened up to Minghao about how hard of a time he had making friends, and Minghao just gave him like the most beautiful, like candid advice about like being your Yourself and like drew from personal experiences and is like just very genuine in all of the interactions that he has with other people. Mm-hmm. He's very caring. Um, but he's also like, like I said, he's very giggly and goofy. He's also sassy as fuck. 
He's mm-hmm. so sassy. Um, one <laughs> one moment that I love forever is from uh, Going Seventeen. It's the first season of Going Seventeen, episode seventeen. Um, a few of the members go to this like, it's basically like a a little carnival ride that's like off the side of the road somewhere. It's like one of those bungee jumping things. Was this in the Dallas episode? Because yes. I've seen this one. It's the I've Dallas seen this episode. One. So Dokyam is terrified of heights, and he and Hoshi like volunteer to go first on this like crazy bungee thing. And DK is like screaming, and June is like, "It's okay, it'll be fun. Like you're gonna have so much fun." And DK goes, "What if I die?" And the eight, without even looking up from the back, he's like leaning against the plate picnic table and he just goes then you die <laughs> and it immediately just goes swing and like just launches them off i love it so much um but the one clip that i do want you to pull i'll do the second one um i will give some context for this clip first because it is in korean um <clears throat> so there's this show called it was. I don't know if it's still on the air, but it was called The Young and Nam Show. All the funniest clips of everything were from this show. I yeah. don't think it lasted long enough because there was the perfect shiny mm-hmm. episode. There's a hysterical God 7 episode. Like, mm-hmm. this is a good show. Okay, yeah, this go was on. a fantastic show. And Seventeen went on it and did, like, a lot of really fantastic, like, truth-telling activities, basically, where they got to, like, kind of um, air out some dirty laundry. And one of the segments is called um, something about, like, ima, which is basically, like, Korean slang for punk. Mm -hmm. And um, basically the premise of this segment is that members of the group get to talk to particularly in this case, a leader Mm -hmm. about how a leader has wronged them in the past. And so it's like, Hey, you did this and it really bothered me. I like, and the leader is supposed to say like, ah, so that happened. And like accept responsibility and just take it. it. That's the only thing they're allowed to say is, ah, so that's how it happened. And so (laughs) Minghao takes, does this, uh, tells this story and he starts out and he holds Hoshi's hands and he like swings his hands around and like very innocently is like, are you ready? Cause he's about to fucking drop the mic on Hoshi right now. And he tells this story about how one time they were choreographing, they were working on a choreography and they weren't coming up with any ideas and the eight like suggested something and Hoshi immediately was like, oh, you know what? Like, no, I don't think that that's a good idea. And then their choreographer came in and suggested the same thing that Minghao had suggested. And Hoshi said, oh, that's a great idea. Like, yeah, I love it. Let's use oh, it. No. And um, the eight did not hold back in telling this story. Okay, here we go. <laughs> They all died. They all fall on the floor because he screams out, uh, why didn't you listen to me, you punk, mm-hmm. is what he screams. Um, and, like, Hoshi just gets literally knocked to the floor because he didn't see it coming and is, like, very embarrassed <laughs> that this has happened. Um, Minghao is, like, a sassy, I, I almost said a sassy queen, but what I meant was, like, he's just, like, excellent at giving sass. Mm-hmm. Um, that CYZJ show is actually a great example of it because um, not only is he, I mean, he is very, very sweet and adorable with June. Like his relationship 
with other members is one of the reasons I love him so much because he is very like cuddly and supportive and like loving of June, but he's also 100% done with June's mm-hmm. like antics and shenanigans because June is older, but he acts, he is like a puppy. He is right. like an unbridled puppy all of the time. And sometimes Ming Hao in that CYZJ show would literally look at the camera like he was in the office oh. because he just couldn't believe whatever June had just done or said. <laughs> I love he that. He has fantastic comedic timing. Um, all, let's see. I'm just going to run down like a couple of, a couple of other things okay. <laughs> that I love about him. Okay. Um, speaking of relationships with other members, one thing, um, they did this show called Seventeen Club where – I um, love that show. I I've love watched that show. that show. It's so good. It um, basically is just like them sitting around a table and they like talk about – they have a different topic each episode and then they show like different clips that were filmed of like the members about whatever topic that was. So there's like a few different ones and they're like one where um, Ming Hao and Joshua go on like wine tasting dates together <sighs> and it's fucking adorable. Um, also, like I said, Ming Yu is, uh, Ming Yu and Ming Hao both share a love of art and they put together a little museum exhibit for the two of them. Like they put together an exhibit of like artwork that the two of them had done and like premiered it or whatever. Um, and then they also are each other's Insta wives, which is really fucking oh precious. Yes. They take the cutest pictures of each other for their Instagrams, and I just adore, I adore it. Um, speaking of Ming Hao's Instagram, this is like a major reason why I love him. It's a good um, one. It is a fantastic Instagram. He has like a very specific aesthetic uh-huh. to it. Um, but he's also, he is like, I, I'm not ashamed to say that I think he's my style icon. Like he, Ooh, yes. he inspires my fashion in a variety of ways, not only in like the the ways that I like combine certain outfits, but like I literally bought round sunglasses because he always wears these round beautiful glasses, like right. eyeglasses and sunglasses. And he like perches that on the edge of his nose. Like he's just the most graceful, dainty, beautiful being that ever wore glasses. Right. I love it. With his glasses perched on his nose and his like bangs in his face. He just looks so beautiful. He's stunning to me. He's Aww. stunning. Um also, let's see. Okay. Let's play a clip. Yeah, I want to <laughs> I want to play this clip that's labeled giggling because I love clips of okay. people laughing. So let's, can I play this, that? Yes, this is the dichotomy of his like cuteness. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> His glasses are on his <laughs> nose just like she said they would be. <laughs> and his hair's in his face. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I had to play it again. <laughs> it's so, his giggle's so small. Oh my God, that was very It's so cute. little. Okay, wait, what did you want me to okay, play? Okay, <laughs> so that is like, that's the surreal Ming Hao. <laughs> right. This like teeny tiny giggle. Then go to his, um, so one reason that this Chinese show is like so phenomenal and foundational in my love of him is that they got to um collaborate and like create new stages and like experiment with different like music genres and stuff every week and he one of his first performances was a chinese remix of clap um and it is fantastic this is his mullet at its finest and i swear to god this is like Oh, take me now. He's so hot in this video. Oh, my God. Okay, what time? (laughs) I'm sorry if that's inappropriate, but he's so hot. We're allowed. Um, This is our show. Yeah. And he's, he's, oh, he's an adult. He's old enough. 
He's okay. an illegal adult in this video. Um, I really like, well, first I wanted to play that because I love the sound of his voice. He has a very specific character to his voice. Right. And he I is, can always pick him out of a 17. Yeah, I have a hard time identifying a lot of 17s vocalists, like just by listening to their songs, but he's one I can always pick out mm -hmm. of a crowd. Um, and I, so I really like his voice in that, but I also really like the arrangement that he does. Like he does change it. He doesn't just rewrite the lyrics, which he did. He rewrote all of the lyrics, um, but he also like rearranged the composition. Anyway, the ending of it, like he really goes off. <laughs> Wow, he's got them all. He's got them all. Everyone, even backstage, they're all clapping along because he's so dynamic and he's wearing like a Michael Jackson red leather thriller suit and he looks fucking great. Yeah. His mullet is That hair was so good. Stunning. And I was also thinking, because I finished it recently, that the lead actor, you were saying this, but like for sure after watching that, I can confirm that the lead actor in I Need Romance 3 is like if Chanyol and Ming Hao got smushed yeah. into the same person. Yes. Like 100%. The nose and chin uh -huh. is all Ming Hao. Yeah. yeah and yeah, the yeah. eyes are Chan. Like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. very And the eyes and deep voice are Because Chan he has. Ming Hao's nose, I like one of the ways that I was able to pick him out when I was learning 17s is he has a nose that like almost like a cartoon. It's mm -hmm. like very round on the bottom. It's it very like, round. It's very round. Like it's if very you could distinct. draw him as a Bob's Burgers character and he would look just right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Little round. He nose. has a little round <laughs> nose and it's kind of long. And I saw a video because I've watched an obscene number. <laughs> Of like fan-made compilation videos of Ming Hao. I've literally, I'm not exaggerating when I tell you that if one exists that is specifically for Ming Hao, I have watched it. Already. Wow, wow, wow. But one was suggested to me the other day, which was Ming Hao's post-surgery nose. And fuck you, he's never had plastic surgery. And I did do the research to confirm that because as soon as I saw that video, I didn't watch it. I was like, this is blasphemy. And then I went online and I confirmed it for myself. No one has ever touched that nose. How dare you speak ill of my beautiful Ming Hao. Wow. I will cut your nose. How oh, dare you? Passion defense. How dare you? I love it. Let me think if there's anything else that I can't. Oh, oh, actually, because you love Sung Kwan, you will love this. Great. Clip. Go to the other, the egg yolk. Oh, goody. Because Sung Kwan's reaction to this is everyone's reaction to this. Uh, the face just, was perfect. He immediately comes out and like 
He's like, canceled. Everything is over. But his face looks like so worried. <laughs> He's like no. so distressed. Oh my God. Because it's so cute. Um, yeah, I just, I just love him. I th- I'm pretty sure. I feel like the only other reason I haven't like really touched on is that um, like all, like my um, love for DK and Hui, Ming Hao is like a talent bias because he's such an incredible dancer. Mm. There, it's not worth playing clips of that right now because like, you can't you see them. So you look them up. It. But I just if like if you ever scroll through his Instagram, he has incredible freestyles on there. You can just like YouTube search Ming Hao freestyle or like the eight freestyle, and you'll find tons of stuff. He's a phenomenal b boy. So his dancing is like really. He has like crazy footwork, and he does insane flips. He is all. Also a nunchuck master, which I didn't think was like that impressive until I saw him do it on Weekly Idol. And I was like, that's the craziest shit I've ever seen. Um, He's also done it like on stage before. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I just, I just love him. He's like, whenever he's on stage, I always watch for him. The performance team songs are some of my favorites. Um, And yeah, good to me was 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 rough on hard me. To me. <laughs> it was hard to me. <laughs> um because clearly I do have a type as as you were just mentioning right. with like this I need romance three guy who like was was I think the start of it all. He planted the seed and what right, I Right, cuz that was so long ago it was and so you didn't long know ago. he got like mm-hmm. deep in I there. I didn't realize how deeply he had been ingrained in right. my <laughs> subconscious. Um but Minghao's walking a dangerous, uh, slutty path <laughs> in mm-hmm. some of his stage outfits, and um, I'm concerned for my future wow. self. I think that's all. That might also be like a part of your of your type because Yanon seems to be becoming a little skanky himself, yeah. and we know what a ho chanyol is. I like it know. seems to be the path that they take. So brace yourself. I love a tease. Minghao's gonna get real buff too. Oh lord, no, he won't. No, he, he wouldn't. will never. He'll stay as he's skinny a king. skinny little twig. skinny legend. Is that what skinny the legend say? <laughs> indeed? Talk about a skinny legend, dear lord. He will just blow right over. <laughs> Speaking of things that bless me and have nothing to do with him being skinny, but is was just like a beautiful marriage of things. Um, in the most recent Going 17 episode, there's this little cute little scene where Dino is like, hmm, how can I entertain us all? Like, oh, I know. Like, here, let's take a look at what everybody does when they're backstage at a music show. He's like, here you have three types of members. And the first is on the floor. And it's just the eight and DK like snuggling. Like the eight is looking at stuff on his phone and DK is like oh my god this video. he's like just cuddling like head on his shoulder like completely wrapped around the eight on the floor and Ming Ao is just like he's so contentedly like snuggling with him and Dino's like they're like one body the eight says go ahead and rest on me he doesn't care <laughs> and DK just like snuggles in oh, oh it's so I cute I love puppy boys I love snuggly boys I love it uh, well, you know we could talk about this stuff all day long, mm-hmm. but we gotta move. But we gotta move past it so we can wrap this up and then get to our listener episode next week. So, yes. any final thoughts? I'm for one very grateful for all of these new biases in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, they all bring me joy, which is why they are my favorite. 
Um, and I look forward to the future with all of them by my yeah. side. Yeah. I just – I look forward to Ming House Instagram every day. I know. <laughs> That's the best feeling. <sighs> all right. Well, we'll float on that feeling and we'll be right back for our random game. All right, we're back. And the random game seems to know that we are on a time crunch because it gave us a group with <laughs> literally no information about them. <laughs> like two sentences. Um, there's This is a group called 2X, which it says is an acronym for Top Win 1X, in which the X signifies to multiply. Um, and it's a South Korean girl group from, formed by Jay Toon Camp in 2012. Yeah, uh, they debuted in 2012 on M Countdown with uh, their debut single Double Up, which was followed shortly by Ring Ma Bell. Mm -hmm. uh, Double Up charted at like 1635. 135 and ring my bell got to 56 so not super high mm -hmm. uh in 2014 they left their original label and went to stargaze entertainment mm -hmm. then and then one of they were originally a five member group and then one of them left in 2016 um and then in 2018 um a fan asked one of the girls on instagram if they were disbanded and she said yes so it wasn't even like an official <laughs> oh god an official announcement what a bummer so yeah. that's literally all there is to say so we'll get yep. into this music video ring but ring my bell is their most popular and it has 3.2 million views like which is 3 million more than the last group we watched yeah. last week so, like, I don't know. Let's so find out. we'll see. This is from six years ago. 2X Ring My Bell. Okay, there's lipstick on a mirror. 2X Ring My Bell written in lipstick. Two girls getting ready. Okay, I like this, like, baseline so far. Yeah. Okay, yeah, all these girls are like, they have curlers, they're like picking outfits out. Mm -hmm. Some of them have like big rollers in their hair. They're basically just like, it's all five of them and they're in a colorful room getting together to get ready. Oh, oh they just turned books. into comics. Ooh. Oh, and now we're in a different panel of the comic. Animated skyscape is like appearing around them. Cityscape, I guess. Wow. Okay, they're in all pink outfits in the clouds, like literally in the sky. <laughs> That's and kind of cute for like a though. cute butt. Oh, that suck it. That's, that's <laughs> not great, but like, yeah, the booty shaking is cute. They're like all cute. This like comic art in the video is mm -hmm. good. Oh, now they're walking into the club. A yeah. pink club. That's very pink. <laughs> Just like their outfits in the sky. Oh. Oh, this look at her polka dot lipstick. Yeah. I like the choreography in it. It's cool. Simple, but cute. 
I love a sassy slidey leg move. Yeah, and those like very big chunky heels, like everyone mm. was wearing those at the time. So like, it's very, this is very timely, yeah. That polka dot lipstick is very cool. Yeah. I do wish she wasn't wearing pink le leggings in that dance scene though. Yeah. Because her legs blend into the wall. Okay, Ooh, there's an animated guy. They love an eye rhinestone. Yeah, there's a lot of really interesting makeup choices being made in this, which I like. Solid vocals. Yeah. Oh, and now the cityscape is in color. And there's hearts just like floating through the sky everywhere. And feathers falling in the club. Falling in the club. You're in the club? Ring my bell. Wow. Well, that was that. Yeah, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it either. Ugh, it's just always it's just always a bummer. It's, I know. It's, I it's love, always I a love shame. the random game. Mm -hmm. At this point, we've like learned about like sixty groups. I know so many, which was very exciting. But yes, these ones where it's like, oh, they put out three songs total, and it's mm -hmm. like, well, some of them are good. And I it's know just like a bummer. It's, it's just a bummer. Uh, all right, but, recommendations. Oh gosh. You can go first. Okay. I am going to suggest a compilation video that is missing a couple. It's missing a couple. I wish that, like, I had made my own version. Maybe I will someday. That's, like, <laughs> missing the ones. But the one I'm recommending is titled on YouTube, EXID Hani equals Juwan's number one stan. <laughs> um, it's just, an like, a montage of all the times that they introduced Juwan on Weekly Idol. And he comes running in and he does, like, a girl group dancer. He's, like, making fun of Jackson or whatever he does. But any entrance he makes... Hani is losing her fucking shit. Like, she laughs so hard and she, like, points at him. Like, she's just like, ah, ah. Like, it takes over her body, like, how funny. She, like, she loves him. She has heard his number one stand. And it always makes me laugh every time I see it. Because I love him that much, too. Um, and I love Hani. And it's very funny to watch her laugh. So, uh... Any videos or just any compilation videos of Juwan entering on Weekly Idol, I promise you will like them. <laughs> They're always funny. Okay, my recommendation is um, not specifically a Minghao recommendation or a Minghao video, but I would like to recommend um, the Hammer Game from Idol Room that Seventeen played the last oh, time that yes. they went on it. Basically, the premise of this game is that they play rock, paper, scissors, and whoever loses has to pick up a bucket in order to protect their head. And whoever wins the rock, paper, scissors is supposed to try and hit the loser on the head with this, like, rubber before hammer. Before they can block before it. Before they the can bucket, block yeah. it. And so, like, if you hit the person, if you hit the loser on the head before they block their own head, then you win. Um, and you, like, keep playing as long as the person can block you. 
The entire the reason they play the game is because DK is accused of being terrible at all games. He's <laughs> called the like game idiot, the game Aww. Pobble. And so they like play this like tournament of all of the 17 members so that eventually DK can like play like he only plays like the the final two rounds um between like the best person. And it just so happens that the final round is him versus the eight, but the entire game is fucking yeah. hilarious. This not only do they not understand the premise for a really long time, but also they're just like very bad at it reflexively. And mm-hmm. it's it's fantastic. I I highly recommend it. Uh, well, that's fantastic. Um, okay, so we're going to go, and next week we will be back with an, a, your listener biases that you sent to us. I'm so excited to read them. They're really fantastic, and I can't wait for you guys to hear them. So come on back next week. And if you would like to follow us on social media, we are at Pod on Twitter and Instagram, amakpoppod at gmail.com for emails, amakpoppod.tumblr.com for links, and ask me about K-pop the podcast on YouTube. See you next week, guys. Goodbye. Bye. Jonghyun, you're our inspiration. Bye.